Sean and Stanley, good afternoon to you both. Hey, James. Hello, James. Good to be back. So we're talking today about MTTD and MTTR. Now, do you want to explain <laughs> what they are, Sean, and why they're so important in cybersecurity? The last conversation we had was with uh, Chandra from Sakyan and, and the use of artificial intelligence machine learning to speed up the process. Uh, at its core, that's automation. And so oftentimes people are asking, well, why automation? I'd rather have people doing the work rather than having it automated. Well, and things advance. Uh, automation, robotics advances. It makes people more efficient. It makes production more efficient. It makes a lot of things more efficient. And the same thing is true within cybersecurity, information security. The, the core of it, though, there's, there's three things. The technical complexity as companies rely upon their digital transformation activities is one of the first things that pushes the need for automation. And this increased reliance on digital transformation for activities has increased the attack surface for companies. And now you add the complexity of the remote workforce and the, the supply chain people that you're bringing into your network to speed up your core business activities. So now you've just increased your, your presence and visibility out there and opportunities for gaining access, like having a bigger house. The more doors you have in your house, the more windows you have in your house, the greater opportunity somebody can get into an area that is not typically in your living space. And now you sort of add the lack of resources from either a lean cybersecurity team or an ill-prepared or ill-proportioned IT team because, you know, everybody thinks cybersecurity is an IT issue, so they just push it there when it's a couple of guys for a large or mid-sized organization that have to be responsible for all of this. So there's three things that automation delivers, speed, reliability, and consistency. And that consistency uh, reduces the chances of human error. So all of this is, is to reduce the human error. Somebody forgets to check a box. Somebody forgets to flip a switch, something. And so all of these things require the speed of response because you, you want to be able to respond to uh, an alert within the system as quickly as possible. And the automation enables that, allows for that. And oftentimes uh, we talk about things that appear to be low level uh, activities or things that may be going on abnormally within your network that may not rise to the level of a medium or high risk within the environment. So you look at all of these things. So in 2019, Forbes Insight had done uh, a survey amongst uh, a large number of security professionals, experts executives and practitioners and 75% of them were less than satisfied with the speed at which they resolve security issues, particularly the time uh, between the detection and the response to the incidents or events going on within their network. Why? Because that's people. They're doing something else and Oh, that's a low level alert. I'll deal with that later. That I, I can't get to that right now. I'm doing this. Um, so 
or oh, that's they're, not fair, Sean. You know, we are the technologists. We try the best we can. <laughs> or, or I've got to, you know, I'm the IT guy. I've got to go replace the battery in my CEO's mouse right now. I'll deal with the other stuff later. Um, so, you know, all of these things occur within an organization. It's it's human nature. It's it's the reality of the constraints of budgets and resources overall within an organization. Yeah, and, and I think so, let me jump into this because I think it is to be fairness to to the IT and of course cybersecurity analyst <laughs> side. I got to defend that. It, it's just a huge amount of volume we're getting and of you know security incidents if you may or the alerts. It, it, it just because people are so addicted to digital world. And even that the business executive, they don't want to spend the money into IT or cybersecurity, but they still getting the toys they want. And, you know, one of our famous customers that we work with, you know, they, he had a team of three and two of them actually keep on going to his family's house, taking care of all the digital photos and, you know, the CCTVs. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's not that. We are not trying to address the issues at one point that, you know, when you're having the the people keep adding digital device, what we refer as things or Internet of things now, you know, there are more and more Internet of things, you know, your refrigerator, your washer, dryer, your coffee maker, your printers. That, oh, yeah, no, that's given already. I mean, you know, all of those adding to the complexity, what you're referring to earlier and to. Just ref what we refer, you know, is false positive. And the people that who understand technology understand what I'm talking about, the false positive. And we still getting a lot of, you know, alerts in that what you refer earlier as the low level or mid level and actually low level. We don't even deal with the low level. That's just information for our risk trending analysis, you know, and that's for us. I know a lot of companies don't do it yet. And because it is just another animal that it deals with, you know, sort of a like big data type of things. And and that goes tied in into the whole process of automation. Without the data, you right. can't do automation correctly. But in the meantime, that there is the high level, the mid-level type of security incidents we need to address. But human is one factor. And that's what the triage and technology, people, or human, and then process. Those are the three things that always go hand in hand, technology, people, process. So yes, you address the people side, which of course, you know, we're still short like over 4 million headcounts around the world in United States alone, over 250,000 of security analysts. And I've been working with educational institutes, nonprofit to try to get the people f into this field as fast as they can. But and then the larger corporation still very reluctant or, or even mid-size or even small size. Well, let's put it three category. Small size business, no budget, no resource to hire people. Mid-size to large, enter large enterprises. From our observations and statistics it's about five years they would before they would hire those they they require those candidates to have five years of right. real experience before they would consider them hiring them okay so 
that leaves a big gap on that five years. And all those people who graduated from this field of cybersecurity, if they don't have previous experience, they cannot find a job and they are hoping to find a job. Okay, that's the people side. Technology, and as I said, we don't lack of technology solutions to solve this problem, but we lack of a unified technology to solve this problem. There isn't one out there. So it is all scattered all over the place. And the last you know, number that I heard, it was over 3,500 technology solutions involved with IT and cybersecurity and, and with cybersecurity as a favor. That's a huge number. And you're expecting the small businesses to go through all of that. That's impossible. Okay. Now, the last thing goes into the process and about automation. And about going back into this topic about MTTD and MTTR, mm-hmm. mean time to detection and mean time to respond. So, of course, that, you know, we started this in, back in 2014. Yeah. How do you find ways? And then, of course, Gartner comes up with the first market guide of MDR, Managed Detection and Response Provider. And that directly ties into what our observation and what we experiment in, in how, how can you do it fast? How can you resolve the problem fast? And, and, and you know, I've been giving out speech and talk about this. Just that alone. Why? It's all about the speed of you finding the problem. That is MTTD, mean time to detect. Finding the problem, finding those security incidents, including the false positive, the high, medium, low, which is talked about. And then the MTTR, mean time to respond. Now, the responding part, I always question. It's what I refer is should be resolution. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just responding. Boy, you give out an alert and you know, a lot of those, you know, managed security service provider. I'm talking about the big brand names is still using, oh, I responded. And you know, Sean, you always use the famous infomercial talking about yeah. that guy, the your bank's being robbed. Bank. Yeah, your bank <laughs> is being robbed, but he doesn't do anything. So that's what the industry refer to MTTR mean time to respond, but for me it should be M, you know, mean time to resolve. Okay, so those are the two numbers, and you know, in 2015 and 2016 we did a case study, right, and help a global chain hotel, but of course we only worked on their headquarters. Right. And only in the headquarters, there are about 330 users. And what we did is we adding an element of AI in terms of the um, network behavioral analytics. That's it. That's just one solution. Okay. So we did a test. And the reason why we did that test is they have concern with a lot of guests coming into the building and utilizing their Wi-Fi. They have a lot of contractor coming in and out, and of course, their internal employee. So within that 12 months, the first, when we start engaging, did the baseline assessment, in the average month, 30 days, it was 451 threats that we identified. And the resolution time, I'm talking about resolving those incidents, took about 78 hours in the first 30 days when we did the baseline. And then we start 
engaging using the triage process. And after 12 months, we were able to reduce it to the 61 threats. That is down 91.98% in security. So 451. Down to 61. And that including medium, uh, we didn't count the low. As I said, that's more informational, right. but high and mediums. Okay. So, and then it, the resolution time, that's where, you know, people talking about auto automation. And it was reduced by 99%, 99.39%, down to 15.9 hours. Okay, so From now- 78, three days, over three days. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> of course, you know, we have a lot of uh, very high expectation audience. So they say, okay, you guys are still, you know, it's still 15 hours. That's way too long. It should be zero, <laughs> right? <laughs> when it comes to automation. Okay, let's let's just put that into the reference, into the perspective. And that's what I was going to start talking about, the triage process. Now, we had the technology to fastly identify, to quickly to detect those security incidents. We had the AI process, automation, and able to learn it through the 90 days you know, uh, process. And then they start refining smaller and smaller. And that goes into that part of the process. But the other part of the process is really we actually, a lot of end users, including the IT administrators, that they were testing tools and left the firewall configuration open, which is the one of the highest hack, according to Verizon Business Research that misconfigurations is one of the highest corporal. And who does all of that is the IT admin themselves, people like us. <laughs> and that's why that part of the process that we identify, oh no, from the automation that we we able to address them, we identify, oh, we are the own corporal in a lot of potential threats. That goes into the policies and procedure as part of the process. Wow. So it's not just automation. And we were able to refine the policies and procedure with our customer. And that is part of how we reducing all of that. Now, there's still the part of end users, which we know how end users are. You know, the CEO, well, I don't want to get restricted, but you still have to monitor it. It's because it's part of the regulations process. You still want to track all of those activities. Marketing department, it's another big corporate because they need to do a lot of search to look at different um, in a part of the internet to try to do their job. Right. And we still have to track all of that. And that still brings in the security incident. That's why it will never be zero. So I just want to set the expectation correctly. So between the technology, which there are 3,000 of the relative solutions that you got to choose from over 3,500 of them. And then you look at the process. Yes, the automation, it helps a big chunk of the reduction. I don't think we could get the you know 90 percentile in the second and third year because we stopped tracking already. We expanded our scope. Um, but 
we can we do that for most of our client in the first year to set the baseline to measure our success to measure our success together with the client because you have to go back into the process and human we have to do it with the IT team. We have to get the buy-in from the business exec on an annual basis to make sure that we're going into the right strategy, meeting the right objective, including the complexity of regulatory issues. So that it's a moving target on itself. And that's why it will never be zero. New technology, new device, new things comes into play every day in the software patches and that will never be going to zero so now that's why we look at the first year how can we refine the process and how can we refine the procedure eliminating some of the technology because the technology is old some of them and there could be open sources that can help to reduce that type of issues. For example, some of the smaller client that we've been using and helping them is on PFSense firewall. It's been right. out there for over a decade, almost two decades. If you're a small business and you don't have the large budget, that's what, what first thing I would advise people to do. Go look in PFSense, get in with your IT uh, team, convert your firewall into PFSense, Subscribe to some of the threat intelligence to enhance your firewall capability, to block the incoming, the outgoing, and that's another part of the automation process. And is so cost-effective, it reduces your IT teams work on the firewall and which mm -hmm. causing error on right. the misconfigurations. Again, it ties it back into the whole cycle of those triage. And that will already reduce a lot of security threats or incidents on itself. So those are just simple, very simple, very low cost, and even no cost if the IT team knows what to do with the I, uh, PF Sense. And they can. <laughs> what we did is some of the customers, you know, like in the construction, they don't need a lot of IT, but they still need firewall. Brush off the old server. Brush off the old workstation. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're talking about environmental friendly. I'm talking about sustainability, reusing different type right. of resource that, you know, you can't, the CEO love to have a fast machine so they can play games, you know, in the five minutes that they have. That's what, you know, we do. And then using those machine and convert them into PFSense. And we have done that 18 years ago for a hotel in Southeast Asia a hotel chain and converted all of their firewall using their old servers into PFSense firewall 18 years ago. And the funny thing is, of course, the IT admin after that, you know, start working for us. <laughs> so that's the experience that we have got. And, and as I said, it would, during the automation, and of course, now we are on the process. And yesterday, we just had another conversation with Google, and they have open uh, OSV, open source vulnerability database. That is the part of the threat intelligence that we can tap into right. to continue to enhance this type of automations. And there are many organizations doing that. 
And a lot of it, as I said, is no cost or low cost. And the low cost is really the human resource cost. So we do have our positions. Don't rule us out yet <laughs> in the part of the automations. And in fact, that if we don't, you know, if the technologist doesn't contribute their expertise into this part of the new uh, AI automation process, the machine itself would not able to learn from what we do. And that is very important as well. So, but of course, it, it has to be a balance. And that's why Chandra last week talking about, you know, it's like we still have our uh, place on earth in terms of providing the service. And because our service actually enhancing what you as a business working on right now and looking at what you have and able to add or delete some of the technology that into the mix of balancing between the budget and the business direction. And the one last thing that I want to recap on this is what I learned from uh, executive directors in, in the applied physics departments in one of the un university. It's the four A's of threats. You know, it's the attack from the hackers, it's the accidents from human, it's the act of nature, which that's why we emphasize on business continuity, act of nature's, you know, the weathers and earthquake in California, tornadoes in Kansas cities and all of that. And then is the AI. AI is a potential threat. And that's why it continued to be a big topic for NIST, um, for large organizations, university to talk about how we manage automation and AI is part of that. So those are the big four A threats that we continue to work on. Well, uh, Stanley, you packed a lot into that. Well, <laughs> I, I know that's 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 always been my problem, right? <laughs> Not at all. This is this is your this is your domain, um, Sean. Let, let me. I'll let you. What do you want to add to what Stanley had to had to well, say? Well, there was a lot in there, but for for the small business owner, it's understanding that you you do need to talk to your IT or whoever you rely upon for your security. What are you doing? How do you manage the budget? Are there automation tools that are low cost or no cost available to me? How do I how do I extend my budget as much as possible? without having to expose myself to a greater level of risk. Yeah, and the there are opportunities away, out there. And the takeaway for this, you know, yes, I said a lot. And the takeaway as I keep pushing people to learn is the MTTD and MTTR. You know, if you focus your IT, cybersecurity, your governance, just focus on how fast I can detect those problems and how fast I can resolve it. Just ask those questions, two questions those are, all day long. Those are <laughs> metrics. So when you want to look at what are what am I getting for what I'm paying for? Those are metrics that can bring a value to what your spend is. Am I am I effective in detecting things? Am I effective in responding to things? Am I effective in resolving things? If you're answering yes to those things, then your spend from a security budget is is has value to it. If those things are not moving in the right direction over time, trending analysis, 
then your spend is not as effective. And so you want to reconsider those things or reevaluate those things of how can we do these things better? And that is where you do need the practitioners, the technologists that understand your environment, understand where your business wants to go, where you want to go with your business, what's required, and what's available out there in the marketplace. You want people that are engaged with the developments because these things are changing fast. Not only are your toys and your Internet of Things changing fast, but your business is changing fast. Your partners and how they interact with you are changing fast. How you allow your employees to work remotely, their personal devices, their personal laptops, their personal tablets into your environment, those are all changing so rapidly. And so you need somebody that has their finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. Well said, Sean. So thank you both, Sean and Stanley. A packed episode there. <laughs> also, um, we'll, we'll follow up and refer back to these metrics and concepts in future episodes, including future special guests we've got coming up, which, uh, which will be <laughs> so um, Secrets. Ah, yes, yes. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, so thanks both. Um, great episode and uh, look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Thank you, James. Great. Thanks, James. Take care, Take Stanley. Bye, John.